Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne, and one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real-life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. So today we are talking about comparison, all right? So specifically all about how comparison can actually help your athlete. So comparison is one that comes up over and over and over again with my own athletes that I coach and then the athletes that I coach and mentor within our programs. This idea that there's always somebody better than me. And this tendency to get caught up in comparing ourselves to the people around us. Okay, so we're going to get into this a little bit. And I'm going to talk about how this can actually help your athlete, which seems a little backwards, right? It seems like comparison isn't something that should be good. And we should just stop comparing ourselves, run our own race, you know, all those things that that we've been told before. But Personally, I don't think that we're ever going to get away from comparison. I think it's a natural human thing that we all do. We do it throughout our whole lives. But there is a way, just like with everything else, that we can shift our mindset to actually helping comparison be something that improves our performance rather than gets us away from it. So we're going to get into that today. All right. So before we get totally into that, we've got to lay the foundation a little bit. So whether you're new here or whether you've been following us for a long time, we know two things to be true, all right? We know that elite performance relies on knowledge of the sport, whatever sport or activity you are participating in, relies on physical training, so actually getting those reps, and mental training. And usually, it's the mental training that gets left out of that equation, but we need all three. So that's why we really dive into a lot of the mental side in the elite competitor, because we know that athletes get a lot of physical training and they get a lot of the knowledge of the sport, but the mental piece, what puts it all together is often lacking, right? And then the second piece, and this is what we're really going to dive into today is that our thoughts lead to our reality. Our thoughts lead to how we feel. We take action based on how we feel. And then 
based on that action, we get the results in our lives, positive or negative, whether we want them or like them or not, but it really does start with the thought, okay? So getting back to our original topic, how comparison can help your athlete. I have three things that we go to when we're talking about comparison. Usually when we do talk about comparison, athletes are left feeling discouraged and distracted and defeated, right? So what I usually see is athletes are either comparing themselves to another player who's better than them, or they're comparing themselves to people in general on social media or their friends. And instead of feeling like inspired and, you know, encouraged by these other people, they're feeling really defeated and distracted. You know, they're thinking, gosh, I'm nowhere near where that person is. If they're on the same team, she's getting more playing time than me. You know, I hope that she messes up. Okay. We hate to say that, but that's absolutely true, especially if they're competing for a position. And it just kind of leads to this negative spiral where athletes are now just focusing on another person rather than on their own development. So we're going to spin it a little bit. Here's how we can actually help have comparison be helpful to our athletes growth and performance. Okay, the first thing is to turn that jealousy into inspiration. Now, this is maybe easier said than done, right? But I think it's a good mental cue that we can tell our athletes and help our athletes kind of shift their mindset. Remember, because our thoughts create our results in our lives. So usually when athletes are comparing themselves, when I'm comparing myself to other people, typically what pops up is things like, she's so good, I'll never be like that. Why can't I figure it out? I'm so far behind her it just starts to get really, really harsh and really negative super fast. And then again, like I said, if they're competing for a same position, and I see this all the time as a coach, there's this kind of underlying, like, I hope she fails, right? So instead of building each other up, there's this negative, I hope that she messes up in order for me to get my shot, she needs to do worse. So all of those thoughts lead to a pretty negative reality. If we think about it, okay, if we think about how our thoughts create our reality, Those thoughts are really limiting. They leave us stuck. They leave us feeling pretty bad, right? So we're going to work on that thought and we're going to turn that into inspiration. So instead of saying things like, she's so good, I'm never going to be like that or hope she fails, the thought is going to turn to, if she can do it, it's proof that I can too, okay? So if she is that good and she put in the training and the work and somehow she is able to do whatever I'm trying to do, it's proof that I can do it. And then automatically that kind of shifts in our mind from feeling fearful and feeling like I'm never going to be that to, oh, okay, like there's a way, right? I don't know what that way is right now, but the fact that she's doing it is proof that I can do it too. Or kind of shifting back to, yes, she is good. I, the more that I put in the work, the more likely I'm going to get there too, okay? And then for those that are competing like for position groups. Okay, the better that she is, the better that I can be, right? We talk about that a lot in our program and then on the teams that I coach that we want everybody to be their best. A rising tide lifts all ships. So what good does it do if um, my teammate is not doing well and now I just like, I have nothing to compete against. Competition is good, all right? And so I want everybody on my team, I want everyone around me to be at their best because I know that when I surround myself with people who are um, high performers and doing well, I also lift my performance. So thinking like I want somebody else to fail and mess up is really actually detrimental to my own progress in the long run. And that way we can actually inspire and encourage one another because a lot of times the tendency for, for females in general and female athletes sometimes is to tear each other down. We see it all the time and 
it can get really toxic really fast. So if we can flip that to, we're going to support each other. That girl is not threatening me. You know, she is there to make me better. If we can shift that mindset, then um, everything else will, will fall into place after that. So another tip I have with this one is to ask the person who is succeeding the way that you want to succeed, ask them how they got there. Sometimes we're like, oh, we're so fearful of it. But, you know, I've done that in my personal life. I know athletes who have done that too. And you'd be very surprised at how willing people are to share, especially women who are trying to support women, how willing they are to share, you know, their, their insights are like, you know, this worked for me or this didn't work for me. The path is already there. So why not ask those who have gone before us? Okay. And I think that's a really great way to see like what I could be doing as an athlete, what I could be doing differently to get where she is. All right. So to reach out and ask, I know it's a little vulnerable, but it's great. It's a great resource. Okay. So that's the first one is turn jealousy into um, inspiration. So instead of feeling jealous and defeated and like, Oh, where am I compared to her? It's if she can do it, it's proof that I can too. All right. And I just need to keep working on what I'm working on. Maybe reach out, ask her how she got there. All right. But if she can do it, it's proof I can too. Second is pay attention to triggers. So sometimes comparison can get pretty nasty, pretty fast. And typically there are triggers that set that off for us, right? For a lot of athletes, it's social media. So if social media is becoming a problem, athletes, I'm talking to you. If social media is typically where you're feeling the comparison come into play and you are noticing that every time you get off social media, you're feeling worse about yourself or you can't stop scrolling. And the more you scroll, the worse it gets. First of all, that's really great awareness. And second of all, we need to create some boundaries around that because too much of that is just, you know, can become very unhealthy very quickly. All right. So pay attention to triggers. If social media is one of yours, I um, would highly suggest putting some boundaries around it and saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to go on social media for a specific purpose. I'm going to go on it for a specific time frame, all right, to avoid that like endless scrolling. And then be kind of armed with some things that you can have in your back pocket for when the comparison is going to come up. Okay, so maybe you're scrolling and you come across somebody, you're like, oh my gosh, she is like the whole package and she's so good at her sport and all of these things. And all of a sudden I'm feeling bad about myself easily that can spiral out of control. So have a phrase in your pocket that you can go in with and say something like she's beautiful. And so am I. Okay. There's enough to go around. If she can do it, so can I. So have those phrases in the, in like in your, the back of your pocket so that when you're in your, your spot where you're maybe getting triggered, you have some go-to thoughts that you can change. And then oftentimes when athletes are feeling like low or sad, that's when the comparison really gets bad too. So like maybe they had a bad bad practice, a bad game. They're just kind of feeling like, I'm in a slump and then add on, you know, some comparison and it just gets even worse. All right. So pay attention. Awareness is key here. Pay attention to when you're feeling like that. All right. Athletes, if you're like, I had a bad game, that is not the best time maybe to go on social media and scroll for or like I'm feeling really discouraged. Okay. Pay attention to when you're feeling like that and use some healthy coping strategies to, to handle those emotions. All right. So journaling, talking to a friend, talking to a trusted adult or a parent, going for a walk, changing scenery, like any of those things that could get you out of it because it just gets worse if you're feeling 
pretty negative already. And then you start to compare yourself to somebody who, you know, compare your worst to somebody else's best. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. Okay, been there. (laughs) All right. The last one is to get back to gratitude. So this one, I feel like it's so simple. So, so simple, but it is so effective, right? You know, it's, I can't like overstate it because our brain cannot be in a state of fear and a state of gratitude at the same time. And when we're comparing ourselves to other and others and feeling really jealous and like icky about ourselves, we are essentially in a state of fear. We are in a, a state of fear that we're not good enough. We fear that there's a not enough to go around. Like there's not enough talent, not enough resources. Like if she has it, it means I can't have it. Okay. So we're automatically in this state of fear. Gratitude, on the other hand, takes over that feeling. Gratitude helps us focus on what we have, where we're headed, and it really shifts away from that negative comparison. So even as something as simple as writing down 10 things that you're grateful for, right? If you want to take it a step further, you can write down those 10 things and you can visualize each one. All right. And those 10 things need to be something that are that are specific. Okay. It's really, I mean, it's great to write down like friends, family, food, house, all of those are great things, but really get specific. Okay. What is it about your friends that you love that you're grateful for? What is it about your mom or your dad that you're especially thankful for? What is it about the day? Like it so getting back to gratitude is just a very simple strategy when you feel like you're getting off the rails with that comparison. Because then it helps you kind of focus back on what you do have and expanding that. Okay. So those are the three things I have for comparison. It can be very tricky, but I think if we have some strategies where we can shift our mindset and see it as something that can be inspiring to our athletes instead of something that is like crippling um, and something to be avoided, that we can actually use comparison to our advantage. All right. So those three things, again, are turn jealousy into inspiration. Remember that phrase, if she can do it, it's proof that I can too. Pay attention to what triggers you. Right. So if you get into the cycle of like really, really bad negative comparison, pay attention to like what leads up to that and like what settings you're in that cause that. And then get back to gratitude. Even as simple as writing down 10 things that you're grateful for, visualizing them and getting back to that can really help shift that mindset. So Those are the three. We are just wrapping up and we will be back here. Same time, same place. We'll see you later. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.